Hey y'all, this is me, Inscripted. Um, the format's a little different today because I just want to share a testimony. Uh, typically, what I do for these episodes is that um, you know I write down what I'm inspired by the Holy Spirit to write. I have a theme. I look up scriptures and I um, kind of work them into the narrative that I, I'm scripting for y'all. Uh, but today, I have a couple Bible verses that I want to share, and it's just me. So, uh, I'll get into the testimony. A couple a couple days ago, amen, <laughs> and y'all don't hold this against me, but a couple days ago, I was watching a video of a young man who um, basically, um, he had recently converted, and... Um, at that moment in time, he was still smoking a pot, he was still smoking weed, and he didn't quite know how to feel about that issue. So really, the question was, as a Christian, can I smoke, can I drink, can I this, can I that? Many times in scripture, we have specific things that we're doing, correct, um, that aren't necessarily written out in the Bible. For example, I don't think you will find many of our modern um, pastimes with drugs and whatnot in scripture. However, I think that even though we might not see all of the things um, that we're dealing with in scripture at this moment and time, uh, I still do believe, amen, that the Holy Spirit still speaks to us through scripture. He still speaks to us um, through through divine inspiration. So I'll get into the story. I was, you know, listening to this message and I felt convicted because I am a naturally curious pro, uh, curious person. I really like um, to mess around with things. And basically I had made some apple wine in my kitchen. I made it. It was really dumb, but it was a very fun experience. And um, have... Please understand that I understand what the scripture says about drunkenness. In Galatians 5.21, the scripture says, Envyings, murder, drunkenness, revelings, and such like, of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in past time, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. I understand that scripture. And for y'all that are a little more unfamiliar with it, is basically it's saying that um, to inherit the kingdom of God, you can't be a drunk, you can't be a murderer, um, you can't be an envious person, you can't be like stirring the pot all the time. That is not what the Lord wants. So if you're doing such things, repent and stop doing them. Uh, however, I was tiptoeing on the scriptures because I had made this apple wine as almost like a science experiment. Um, I had tasted it, but please know I had no, no, no intention of ever getting drunk on it because I believe, amen, as the scripture says, that drunkenness, people that do such things, will not inherit the kingdom of God. That being said, um, it was there. I had I had two bottles of it, which is what I had made. Um, and it tasted really, really good, but then again, it was all in moderation. Um, every once in a while I'd have like a thimble full and then just put it away, whatever. But that testimony 
had been convicting me because this person that was speaking in this interview, he was basically saying that, you know, the Lord had to confront him with his sin, even though technically, if you look up in the Bible, you're probably not going to find uh, that specific thing. But I think that whenever your heart is stirring, whenever you're like juggling something, you should seek clarity from the scriptures and the Holy Spirit, which is always there to help us. Uh, A couple scriptures came to mind as I was pondering um, this issue, and um, particularly scriptures that says, that say to be sober. Uh, The word sober comes up over and over in the New Testament um, as we are urged to be sober. And what does sober mean in the context of these scriptures? Typically, we think of the word sober with sobriety, meaning not indulging in alcoholic drinks, um, not indulging in um, other mind-altering substances. However, and it's still in line, however, in this particular um, prescription, the word sober basically means to be calm, collected, dispassionate, and wary. It also means not given to impulses to have self-control. And as I studied these scriptures and kind of looked into the meaning of these words um, in the original Greek, which is what they were written in, I, I began to see the error of my ways. But that was not until after, um, after the testimony that I'm about to share. So I, I asked the Holy Spirit that night, Father, Holy Spirit, please, if you don't like it, just let me know and let me know clearly because you know my heart. You know that I understand the scripture, um, but it's also kind of a fun thing that I do, and I felt like I wasn't doing it incorrectly. Well, um, I go to bed that night, and when I wake up the following morning, I go to my kitchen to make my coffee, and wouldn't y'all believe, a lot, a lot of those bottles were actually on the floor. Um, a lot of the contents, sorry, of those bottles were on the floor. Um, and y'all, it was like chills. It was chills. I was like, oh my goodness, the Lord spoke to me. He doesn't want me to do it. He doesn't want me to play around. Um, so I took what was left of the bottles and um, I dumped them down the drain. I took the apples and the ferment that I still had going and I also threw those away. I washed everything and I've wiped my hands clean of that. I'm not going to be messing around. I'm not going to be tasting. I'm not going to be just let me take a sip here and there. I'm not going to do that anymore. The Lord spoke clearly. Um, However, you know, that experience, one, I give glory to God for that experience, but it has also um, led me to understand that You know, tiptoeing around the scriptures really isn't the best thing to do. I think, amen, that the Holy Spirit is still here. And if there is something that the Holy Spirit is making you feel uncomfortable about, you're better off just letting it go, putting it in the hands of God. Um, And uh, another um, scripture that I was reminded of um, was a scripture pertaining to John the Baptist. Uh, Before Jesus, John the Baptist was basically a prophet, um, and he was announcing the coming of the Messiah. Uh, And something that's very interesting about him 
is that when the angel of the Lord um, told his father that John the Baptist was coming and that and who he was going to be, he said that he shall be great in the sight of the Lord and he shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. And he shall be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And the chill and many of the children of Israel shall he turn to the Lord their God. I believe that we live in prophetic times. We live in times where, y'all, we don't have time to be playing around with things that may or may not be. Uh, the same way that John the Baptist was ordained, he was separated, he was uh, completely different from the people around him because he had a very specific purpose. I believe that the Lord is calling us to do extremely specific things. And if there are things that are towing the line <laughs> that are on this side or not, y'all just let it go. Let it go for the glory of God. Um, so yeah, don't hold it against me, but that was my somewhat embarrassing story about um, making apple wine and having the Holy Spirit confront me for it. Um, I thank the Holy Spirit always um, for, for speaking to me, for correcting me. And the scripture says that the son that you love, the child that you really love, you will correct. Um, and it's better to be corrected, amen, by someone that loves you than to, um, let, than to have someone let you go on, on the wrong path because they just don't care. Uh, they don't care to correct you because they don't care where you go. But the Lord cares about you. He has a plan for your life and um, surrender to him. So that is my testimony. Um, praise the Lord. I thank God and amen.